right, welcome back here to J. Tom Lawler Arena. Mike Magnick and John Leahy with you. The score at the end of the first period. Number four, Merrimack taking on number three, Boston University and the Terriers with a one nothing lead after one. Joining us for our first intermission, our guest is Brennan Ellis, Warriors sophomore defenseman. And, well, i gotta, I got to tell you, Brennan, the first five minutes or so of that game, I, you know, Joe Canada really saved the Warriors' bacon, but uh, things gradually settled down, and despite being down by a goal after one, it seems like your club's got the momentum here going into the, the second period. Yeah, I think so. Uh, a little bit of a slow start, not too sure what that was all about. I think maybe looked a little nervous, uh, a little overhandling of the puck and stuff, but uh, I think we definitely got it together uh, during the period, and you can tell we got the forecheck going and uh, spread the zone a couple times good, got some good uh, shots from our appointment, and that's what we're looking to do, so it uh, started turning around there by the end of the period. Yeah, it looked like their strategy early on especially was get the puck to the net fast, you know, quickly, whenever a guy had, a, had an opportunity, they were throwing it there at the net, I mean, that's pretty much what you expected. Yeah, uh, they're a def- they're a hard forechecking team, and uh, like you said, they just they drive to the net really hard, uh, looking for rebounds. Joe's such a good goaltender; the scouting report on his, him is basically just shoot as much as you can and go to the net. So uh, we got to do a good job of boxing guys out as defensemen and uh, taking care of sticks for the rebounds. I mean, I guess that's true in any case, right? Is you know the more shots you get, the more likely you are to score goals. But I, I mean, he he's the type of goaltender as we've seen that went for whatever reason maybe that the club's having a stretch where the other team has the momentum or is taking the play to you and, and he seems to be able to settle things down there like I said and you know could have been two or three to nothing after the first five or six minutes instead it's still one nothing and uh, and you guys gradually you get that momentum back and it looked like that second half of the period overall play was much much better than the first yeah he's uh, such a tremendous goalie like being a defenseman having him back there you know you can maybe jump up in the rush a little bit more take a couple more risks it's, and every time there's a two on one you know when you take the passer he's going to make the save so he's and his rebound controls too that's another thing that a lot of people I don't think notice is if there's a shot on that a lot of times he's either eating the pocket or it's in the corner so uh, it makes life a lot easier when you have a goalie that good Joe Canada, Hobie Baker award candidate of course and uh, I guess I have to ask you now after playing with him for a couple of years I mean is there anything that still surprises you about watching him play or is it you kind of come to expect it by now I mean uh, it's it's. I find it interesting still how calm he is all the time everybody says how how cool they call him Joe Cool like he's he's always relaxed and uh, but he's very very serious in the dressing room and he's a good leader and uh, he's you know he's always going to be ready to play well, you guys have had, uh, it seems lately, a little bit of the injury bug. I saw Josh Myers there got hurt in the first, and I mean, Red Bly taking a couple of shots off the ankle there. Well, first of all, i got to ask you about that. I mean, he takes that one, he comes off, he tries to, you know, he walks it off, he goes back out there to kill a penalty, blocks another one right on the first shift of the, of the penalty kill, and then, uh, you know, comes back out there, and he's got a scoring chance down the other end. I mean, the guy makes plays like that and, and keeps coming out there battling like that. that that's got to give the other guys a lift too, right? Absolutely. He's, uh, he has a ton of heart. He works extremely hard, and when you see guys jumping in front of pucks like that, it really, it really brings the team together, makes you want to do it, and uh, it's a big uh, momentum shift for us when stuff like that happens. When talking about the guys that are out, uh, I mean, Carter Matson hurt a couple of weeks ago on that play, and I, I know everybody, uh, I know that was, uh, you know, so difficult for everybody to watch, knowing what Carter has meant to the team and what he's brought to the team since he came here. Um, just, just wondering, you know, how, how's the team dealt with it, and, and, uh, and have you had a chance to see him, and how's he doing? Uh, 
I, I have had a. We went to the hospital uh, right a couple days after it happened, and it was tough seeing him in there like that. Uh, honestly, like most of us were talking, we didn't think it was it was that bad seeing him like that, and it was really an eye opener. So, um, yeah, like you said, he's such a big part of our team and the hardest worker, and just a like, fun guy to be around all the time. So, uh, we're we're thinking about about him a lot. So uh, he's a he's definitely an inspiration for us from here on out. I know it's part of the game, injuries, it happens, but uh, it's an opportunity, I guess, too, for other guys to step up. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you came in last year as a freshman and, and part of that, uh, you know, defensive core, the younger defensive core that combined with the older guys were so good. And now you have other guys that are coming in. I mean, who are some of the freshmen that have really uh, impressed you with their play so far this year? Uh, I really like the play of Justin Mansfield lately. He's a guy like exactly like Blythe. He plays a ton of hard, gets on the four check. He, he might not get as noticed as much, but he, he he does his job, and he works so hard every day. Uh, I mean, all the guys have been stepping up. Singleton's been playing great as well. I played with him in Westside. I know what he brings to the table, and it was tough for him at first, I think, adjusting the speed, and you just don't get as much opportunity, obviously, but uh, he's really stepped it up with the ice time he's got, and obviously we have a lot of good freshmen, Connor Toomey, Clayton Jardine, a couple of Dan Colmas been playing big minutes for us, so it's all around, uh, I think, a lot of them have been, been playing really well. I'm talking with Brendan Ellis from uh, Kelowna, British Columbia, and uh, first of all, I, I pronounce that right at Kelowna? Yeah, absolutely. One of the first ones, I think, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> well, a good segue there with you mentioning Westside, uh, coming to the Warriors from Westside of the British Columbia League, where Darren Yoprick was the head coach there. Uh, first of all, tell us what it was like playing for Coach Yoprick, and uh, and how did you make the decision to come here to Merrimack? Uh, playing with Coach Yoprick was awesome. Uh, I played for another coach for the first three years, and uh, uh, he had an opportunity to leave, and then uh, Darren came in. I didn't really know too much, and uh, me and him got along really well and I really like him as a coach and um, so he he came from here and uh, to be honest I didn't know too much about Merrimack all I knew was uh, looking at the stats sheets before the games when we played Vernon I'd see that big O's and Collins that said that they were committed to Merrimack so I, that's about the extent that I knew of them and then getting to know Darren he uh, he obviously he told me a lot about it and he said I really like it and uh, I actually ended up I didn't even come on a fly down I kind of just took his word for it and uh, uh, yeah that was that's basically what happened. Has it been what you expected? Anything different from what you expected? I mean, 3,000 miles from home, it's a long way to go to decide to play college hockey, but uh, you've done pretty well so far, I'd say. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been more than I expected, I think. I mean, like, look at tonight, the, the crowd sport's been unbelievable. Just This is the first game that I've actually just been around mingling in the stands and stuff, and just uh, hearing all the support from the, from the fans and stuff, it's just awesome. And there's so many good people around the area. I've met tons of good people, so uh, it's it's been better than I expected, I think. You know, one of the things they often, people often talk about, I know, uh, you know, you, you've got the, the, the Western League team up there, and, and the CHL is obviously huge, and, and it's always that question, major junior versus college, and I mean, it seems to me like it's, a, you know, whichever way you go, it's a good route to go, but you know, what are your thoughts on, you know, now that you're, you know, being from Canada and coming down to the States to play college hockey? I think it was definitely the best decision for me. Um, I think, uh, I definitely had some opportunities to go play uh, major junior hockey, but it was it wasn't really too hard of a decision for me. Uh, my parents kind of uh, pushed me in this direction; they really wanted me to go to school. But also, we we've been around the, the BC League uh, since I was a young kid. My parents used to, or our family, sorry, billeted for uh, when we lived in Vancouver Village for a team down there. So uh, as soon as they kind of learned the ropes through through him and that experience of uh, having a billet player and learning of the opportunities that you can have to come play down in the states and go to school at the same time. I mean, 
uh, it's it's an opportunity that uh, you not a lot of people would want to pass up. Well, that West Side team was pretty good. Uh, some some of the other guys that that have gone to play Division One. Yeah, uh, there's been a bunch. Uh, Grayson Downing, he's in uh, New Hampshire. Tyler Brickler plays in uh, Lowell. There's a whole bunch of guys. Uh, Justin Schultz, uh, the D-man from Wisconsin. He was my uh, he was my D partner for a couple years in West Side. Yeah, he's a pretty good player, huh? Uh, he's okay, I guess. Yeah, he, it was a lot of fun playing with him. But yeah, there's been a, there's been a lot of guys, that, especially when uh, Darren came in with all his uh, university and college connections in the states. It, all the guys on on the team that I played with my last year there, we all had a, a good good chance. And when you have somebody like that come in, it's just a great opportunity. You guys had a visit over the last weeks to find the cost to come back, and uh, he spent some time around here. How did, how did that go? And uh, anything interesting that he had to say? Uh, it was great to see Steph. He's an awesome guy. Uh, he skated with us one day here, uh, but it was it's interesting hearing about the pro lifestyle and all that stuff. And it's not it's definitely not as easy as people think. You think you see these athletes getting paid millions and millions of dollars, which they are, but uh, there's a lot of hard work, and it's it's not an easy thing to do. And there's a lot of pressure on him. And I think it was really he really liked coming here for a couple days to unwind. I think he really missed it here. So it's awesome when he comes. He's such a nice guy. So yeah, you know, like you said, it is so different. And, and you know, he's in a situation where he goes he goes from Mer- you know Merrimack, where okay, you know, it's Division One hockey and everything, but still, it's like you said, it's kind of like a, you know more of a friendly atmosphere and everything. He goes up to Ottawa, where now you're talking big time. I mean, it's really really big up there, and, and that's the way it's like in all of the Canadian cities that have teams it's like they expect you to produce right off the bat they expect you to, to play at a certain level and, and I know he got sent down and it had to be difficult for him uh, uh, you know I guess I'm wondering how, how's he taking all that and handling it and, and, and it's got to be a learning experience for sure yeah that's he's that's the thing he's doing so well right now is he's just handling it like a true pro and he hasn't uh, obviously he's, this is so early in his pro career but he's I think he's a point of play uh, point of game player up there right now so to see him uh Getting sent down like that is obviously never easy, and then just uh, to just to battle through that, and, uh, be playing as well as he is. He got called up the other day. He didn't get the opportunity to play and got sent back right down. He flew out to Anaheim, thought he was going to play, didn't get the chance to play, and uh, things like that happen all the time. So he just has to keep being ready and working hard, and uh, that's a, that's basically what he was telling me all the time. He just said, "You never know. Like you just got to be ready to go." Like he had his gear actually here at Merrimack just because of the chance. They said, "Hey, you might get called up." So you Take your gear with you. You just never know. So they're playing here that night too, right? Yeah, exactly. They're playing in Boston. So he said, "Just might as well take your gear. You don't know if you're gonna play or not." So. All right. Well, uh, the Warriors down one nothing here, getting ready for the start of the second. Uh, what do they need to come out and do here in the second period? I think we need to get on the floor check a little bit more, uh, maybe a little more sustained pressure in the zone. Like I said, when we we had some pressure there, we were spreading the zone on them, going from uh, low to high and getting some good shots from the D-men and uh, gets just get in on their uh, their puck moving defense when they have some good puck moving defensemen and get in on the floor check and get some sustained pressure. All right. Thanks, Brendan. Great to have you on. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you back in the lineup soon. Thank you very much. Brennan Ellis has been our guest here in the first intermission. The score is BU1, Merrimack, nothing.